Oh, hey, morning, everybody. Pastor Matt here. For our worship ramp up, I wanted to just talk to you very quickly about a very important verse for the life of the church. But usually, at least in my upbringing, we only remembered or we would only talk about one part of it. And it's in Acts 1.8. And just so you know, Acts 1.8, obviously, would it be in the first chapter of Acts. Acts is not only about the Acts of the Apostles, which... I don't know if you can see this right here. That's what our Bibles say, right? The Acts of the Apostles. But it's really also the Acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles. And so when we when we realize that, then as, as Jesus is spending in verses 1 to 3, um, giving them many proofs about his resurrection, talking about the kingdom of God, really giving them some last words in those 40 days between his resurrection and ascension. And he's getting ready to say, look, this is where we're getting ready to go. This is what I'm calling you to do. But I don't want you to do anything until you go to Jerusalem and wait. Why? Well, you're to wait for the Holy Spirit. Well, didn't we already have enough information to be able to go and tell other people? Yeah, that's only part of it. And I think for us as churches, that's something that we have been uh, desperately missing is part of this. Now, this is what I mean. Let's go back to verse 6 of Acts 1. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. Now, we could spend some time on that, but not for the morning. Okay, not for this morning. This morning, this is the part of the verse we miss. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And then it goes back, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That was the last words that Jesus told us. We focus on, you're going to be witnesses. So go be witnesses. Don't forget to be a witness. Oh, by the way, we're supposed to be witnesses. Well, who's your one? Well, you, you got to know who your one is, and then you got to go tell them. Do you see what's happened here? We are being, we believe that we are being commissioned to do something really in our own power. All we need is information. And even if that information is the word of God, that information can only be activated by the transforming work of the Holy Spirit that applies the work that Jesus accomplished and the Father authored. So, you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea. Yeah, okay, I'll start with, for me, it'd be Centennial, Colorado, and then Jerusalem, Judea. Well, that's kind of like the, the, the area, the state, uh, Centennial to Colorado to North America and then to the ends of the earth. That's, what, that's what's basically being said here. The problem, though, is we forget the first part. And I don't know why we is, and I'll say it, I'll say it because I don't hear it a lot. And I've been just recently super convicted by this, and I'll tell you why I've been convicted by it. But why don't we ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to help us? Well, could it be because we're Baptists and we're, we're afraid it's going to be too charismatic? Listen, we, we need to look at what Scripture is saying. God has promised to give us everything we need to do everything he commands. And, the way that, and, and what he gives us is the Holy Spirit. Who he gives us is the Holy Spirit. So as we, as we look at this, do you ask for power? Because that's what we're going to look at this morning in Ephesians 3, 14 to 21. And it's not God giving you power so that you can accumulate something personal for yourself. It is God giving us power in order 
for his great commission and his great commandment in Acts 1 to be a reality not only in our lives, but also in the lives of, of, of the church. Uh, if, if people began to see the life-changing work and the life-changing power of God in his people and in his churches, do we think the church would be so easily dismissed? No, in fact, as we're reading through Acts, we see that many people were compelled because they saw the work of the Spirit moving and working in ordinary, average, even if you read in Acts 4, uneducated people. You know, Sometimes we think, well, I'm going to have a lot of power the more degrees I have, or I'm going to have a lot of power the more personality I have, or I'm going to have a, more, a lot more power the more celebrity I have, or I'm going to have a lot more power, and we begin to accumulate power the same way the world accumulates power. And our power, you know, is, is not... Of, of this world. Our power is of, is, is of another world. It's of a world to come that we will experience. So when we're talking about Acts 1-8, don't forget about that first part, right? But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And when, when, when the disciples ascend, or when Jesus ascended, the disciples didn't start going and talking. They went to Jerusalem and waited for the Holy Spirit to come. Now, we don't have to wait for the Holy Spirit to come. Because the Holy Spirit, the moment you trust in Christ as Lord and Savior, you're going to get all the Holy Spirit that you're ever going to get. The thing is, is that God, the Holy Spirit begins to work in us, as we're going to see in Ephesians 3, in our inner being, so that our flesh is not continually and constantly in the way. But don't forget about that first verse. That's why it's so important um, as we're reading through the scriptures. Oh my word, I forgot about that first part. The power of the Holy Spirit. It's by the Word. It's by the Spirit. It's by prayer. It's by the church coming together. It's not just about passing along information. It is about, oh, I told you I would tell you why. It is about passing along this through the transforming work of the Spirit. I live in Denver, Colorado. In Colorado, well, actually, Denver is the fourth most um, unaffiliated, religious-wise, unaffiliated in the country. And so there's not something here where maybe in the Bible Belt, even though that's going away, but there's really not something here right now where it's like there's, there's something we can pull toward, uh, like, a, like a tradition or a nostalgia or anything, something that we can pull toward about what people had. Now, some people do, especially maybe people that move up from the South, but for the most part, that, that, that's going away. And so we think, well, it's not going to be, it's not, it's not going to be possible. It's, it's not going to be possible because people don't believe what we have to say. They don't believe the Bible. So why try? We try and we go and we pray and we send out because we are trusting in the fact that the Holy Spirit is still just as active as he ever was. The Holy Spirit that is still working and moving in people and moving and, and transforming and changing hearts even now, even in a place where there's not that Judeo-Christian ethic that seems to be underlying everything. We have a trust that the Holy Spirit, as we pray, we pray that the Holy Spirit will change and transform hearts. And then as experiencing God says, you know, of, of Henry Blackaby, we see where God's working, we join him in the work, but we pray for God to work. We have to recognize that it's only, it's not by us and it's not by any leverage from the past. It's by the present work of the Holy Spirit. 
let's, I can't wait to talk a little bit more about this when we um, get together. So join us um, in person. There's still time. If you're watching, it's still time. 8.30 and then 10.30 uh, Mountain Time, 10.31 Mountain Time, based on 1 Corinthians 10.31. Look it up in case you're wondering. But we will be meeting not only in person, but join us live stream. 10.31 Mountain Time is 12.31 Eastern, 11.31 Central, 9.31 Pacific. But we hope that you'll join us because we really believe that by the, by the power of the Holy Spirit, who shows us what the word is, but also shows us what Jesus accomplished, convicts our hearts so that we would believe the Holy Spirit is there to point to Jesus. The Holy Spirit is there to point others to Jesus. Let's, let's rely on, not on just our power. Let's not rely on our power. Let's rely exclusively on his power and our obedience to what he's showing us in his word. All right. Thanks, everybody.